approximately 7.3 billion people in the world right now. And if you've ever been on the world population clock, you know well it is just constantly ticking, 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 adding, adding, adding. And when there are 7.3 billion people in the world, we can feel pretty small and pretty meaningless. We can feel pretty insignificant. 7.3 billion people and you are just one little insignificant person. But know this. God Almighty watches over your soul. He is your shepherd. He is your overseer. He cares about you in the midst of that mass of humanity. Tonight I want to do something a little different. I want to read for you three passages of scripture that go along with this, including the passage that we looked at this morning. And then I want to share with you ten thoughts on the shepherd and overseer of your soul. So three passages of scripture and ten thoughts. 1 Peter 2, verses 21 through 25, and all of these passages and thoughts are going to be on the screen tonight for you to follow along, or you can follow along in your Bibles if you like. 1 Peter 2, verses 21 through 25. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness by his wounds. You have been healed. For you were straying like sheep but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. John 10, 10 through 16. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I come, or I came, that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also. 
and they will listen to my voice, so there will be one flock, one shepherd. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his namesake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Ten thoughts. Ten thoughts tonight on the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Number one, he is your crucified and risen Savior. It is the living and resurrected Christ who is the shepherd and overseer of your souls. It is not just anyone. It is Jesus. And he is alive and he is watching over you. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness by his wounds. By his wounds you have been healed. There is one who's with you always, always caring for your soul and it is your crucified and risen Savior. Number two. Number two, he is the guardian and protector of your souls. For you were straying like sheep. As I mentioned this morning, in our sinful state, we wandered from God. We were hopeless. without hope and without God in this world. I was reading that a sheep, when it wanders from the shepherd, when it realizes that it is lost, will simply lie down and wait for the shepherd. It's separated from the other sheep. It is scared. It is helpless. It doesn't know how to get back. And so were we. For you were straying like sheep, but you have now returned. In repentance and faith, as I mentioned this morning, you have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. It is filled with the thought of protection. That he will protect and guard your soul forever and ever. These three passages are filled with thoughts of eternal security. I want you to know tonight that the doctrine of eternal security, once saved, always saved, 
the perseverance of the saints of God is not built on just two or three passages of scripture. It is built on the entirety of the word of God. It is built especially on the entirety of the New Testament. And here are three examples. The shepherd and overseer of your soul guards and protects your soul for all eternity. Number three, he is the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. The thief, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He lays it down willingly of his own choice. This shepherd, this overseer, gave his life for you. Oh, how he loved you, that he gave his life for you, that he laid down his life for you. Oh, how much more will he protect you and guard you? He is the good shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. Number four, he knows his sheep and his sheep know him. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father and I lay down my life for the sheep. There is this supernatural understanding between the Father, between the Son and us, between the triune Godhead and those he has redeemed for his own. He knows his sheep and his sheep know him. We know him. As the hymn writer said, I am his and he is mine. You ask me how I know he lives? He lives within my heart. I know his voice. I know him and he knows me. There is this amazing divine communication and understanding that allows us to rest in him based solely upon his word but allows us to understand and to know that we are his. Number five, the good shepherd is still calling sheep into his fold from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. Verse 16 of John 10 says this, and I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also and they will listen to my voice so there will be one flock, one shepherd. Did you know right now God is on the move all over the world among the unreached people groups of the world and they those sheep hear his voice one by one little by little as God sends out his missionaries as the gospel is taken to the farthest reaches of the world they hear his voice the church is not complete yet but he is continuing to build his church to bring his sheep into his flock oh he says I have other sheep I have other sheep that are not of this fold and I love this phrase I must bring them also 
Oh, you want to talk about a God who's on the move. Whether we go or not, he will find someone to go because he is going to bring in his church. I must bring them also, and they will, they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock and one shepherd. Number six, he provides rest and peace for your earthly soul. Because of the shepherd and overseer of your soul, right in the midst of a sinful, fallen world filled with violence, filled with heartache and pain, right in the middle of all of it, he provides rest and peace for your soul. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's for his name's sake. In the midst of the turmoil and uncertainty, we watch the news and we see ISIS. We see people being killed by the hundreds. We see people being beheaded. We see terrorist plots in Paris and in other places of the world. We see unrest in our own urban settings here in the United States on our own college campuses. And yet in the midst of it all, right in the middle of it, he brings rest and peace and comfort to your soul. Number seven, he enables you to come face to face with death and evil and not be afraid. How encouraging it was last Sunday night to hear Del Schmidtman say, I am not afraid to die. The Lord can do with my life whatever he chooses to do. How can we say such things? How can we be so bold, be so courageous in the midst of facing death and evil? It's because of our shepherd and overseer. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, even though I walk right through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Why will I fear no evil? Here's why. For you are with me. You are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. It is a beautiful, tender picture of being in a valley in the middle of the night that is dark and that is deep and I don't know where I'm going but I know this he's with me I know he's right there and that's all I need to know number eight he blesses you more than you could ever ask or imagine that is something I want to dwell more on in 2016 that God is doing things in our lives that we don't even understand or realize. He is blessing you beyond 
what you can even comprehend. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. It is the picture of a person sitting with his enemies surrounding him, and yet he sits at the table of God's abundant blessing. Right with his enemies there, right facing his enemies, face to face, he sits at the table of the goodness of the Lord. You prepare a table before me. You not only prepare a table before me, but you prepare it before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. It is the oil of God's blessing and favor. You anoint my head with oil. My cup is not full. My cup overflows. My cup is not full. My cup overflows. He blesses you more than you could ever ask or imagine. Number nine, his goodness and mercy follows you wherever you go and in whatever you do. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. As many times as we have said that, I want you to think what an incredible statement that is. Wherever I go and in whatever I do, I might as well look over my shoulder because goodness and mercy is following me wherever I go. I can travel wherever I want in the United States. I can travel wherever I want around the world and goodness and mercy will follow me. It's like these two angels that are always there with me and as I look over my shoulder, I realize no matter where I am, no matter what I do, in any part of the world, goodness and mercy will always follow me. You guys still there? You know, it's like they're what? everywhere I go, in everything I do. There are those two angels, goodness and mercy. Number 10, he is determined that you will live with him in his house forever. God is determined that you will live with him in his house forever and ever. And I, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Your shepherd, your overseer, will be with you not just in your earthly life, but on into eternity. You will dwell in his house. You will dwell in his presence forever and ever. If you want some more thoughts on this to chew on, I would refer you to a series of books that came out in the middle 90s. Some of you may be familiar with them. We actually promoted them quite a bit, been a long time ago now, but they're books by Philip Keller. Philip Keller was himself a shepherd, and he's written a number of inspirational books, but there was a trilogy of books that really, in a sense, made him famous and encouraged millions of Christians it was a shepherd looks at the 23rd Psalm, a shepherd looks at the good shepherd, and a shepherd looks at the Lamb of God. That 
That set of three books are excellent. I would encourage you, if you'd really like to explore this further, I've just scratched the surface tonight of all that could be said about the shepherd and overseer of our souls. As we take communion tonight, as we share the Lord's Supper together, I pray that you will bask in the presence of your good shepherd. That knowing that you have a shepherd and overseer of your soul will bring you comfort, will bring you encouragement. And I also pray that it will give you courage. No matter what you may be facing in your life, as you take the bread and the cup tonight, know, know that the shepherd and overseer of your soul is always with you. Before we share the bread together tonight, one of our deacons, Nick Bancroft, will lead us in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather here tonight. Uh, we thank you for your body that was broken uh, for us. Lord, we thank you for the truth that is presented amongst this body. And we'd ask that you be with us and help us to focus and help us to concentrate on the meaning of what we're about to do. In Jesus' name, 